0: Welcome to the Bow Show. I've got your favorite guys on. Oh yeah, we're good. We're live. We are live here at the Winston. The boys had some golf. I'm over here roasting Nalt uh, because uh, I know for a fact you didn't hit him straight. A little. Curved him straight into the trees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Curves him a little left. hit was straight into the fairway.
0: But did you? But did you par?
1: My group finished five under. Five under. That's
0: good. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> That's pretty That's incredible thought, stuff. <laughs> Naltz had some. Uh, Wild Rose products. No, just some hydration. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's hydrated the, the, after that. Uh,
1: the zero percenters. Still waiting on
0: the Madden <laughs> invite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Send the invite. All right. Enough stalling. What's going on, everybody? I've got your favorite guys in, man. Maddie. Eh. Yeah, whatever. But Kluke
2: Ooh, by popular demand.
0: <laughs> that by popular demand. Okay guys, so what happened was it's ratings uh it's ratings week, and uh man the ratings were spiking last week when Kluke was on. Really? I mean the ratings people Bob, you know Bob with ratings. Yeah, Bob, Bob from ratings. yeah. Bob yeah. called me and was like, Hey man, you're great, but Kluke's better. Bring him back. Yep, the people's champ. There you go. So he's back. Yeah, he keeps
1: messaging me on Instagram, being like, hey, when's the bow Show? When's yeah. the bow Show? Yeah. The best when part is how is much we show?
0: rose him for being slow, and he shows up late.
1: Yeah, yeah he did show up late today. It's
2: big-time hustle in the parking lot to get here, though. Oh, you yeah. guys yeah? missed that, yeah. Yeah, I okay. got, got the case A out. moderate jog pace. Nice. I got the new balances on. Yeah, I'm ready to go.
1: There you go, dad shoes. <laughs> I'll
2: be
0: honest, it was 2.30. It was mm-hmm. We're sitting in the locker room, we're talking, and uh, it was, oh, hey, the radio shows at 3, not 4. <laughs> you coming on yeah all right, all right. Five, five minute shower jump in the car speed over here there you oh, go yeah, we were out of there oh, it's, and it's only like here.
1: 15 minutes from mcmahon no problem
0: all right so here's a here's a little something i have an idea for it in the third segment are we able to get callers in
1: yeah, we can get
0: callers. If, okay. they,
1: if they give us a shout-out, uh, give us a call, 403-240-4444. Our guy, uh, Riley, will put you on hold until we get to that point. But okay. what's, what's the plan? So,
0: fans, listen in real quick. Here's, here's something. You know, I, I talk with my family. I have a lot of family and friends that come up for the games, they come up for the CFL games. They've been to BC Stadium. They've been to Toronto Stadium. They've been to ours, obviously. They've been to a lot of them. Um, and there's always a – there's always, like, a resounding theme, and that theme is, man, that was awesome, but there's there's a couple things, like, you know, that I think y'all could have done better as far as, like, you know, just hmm. all around the game. The entire experience is, like, if, when I buy a ticket, here's the experience I get to all the games, wherever I'm going in the league. Um, and it, I mean, it goes everywhere from entertainment to the... Tailgating aspect of it. The establishment,
1: um, what th- kind of things are being sold at the stand. Yeah, exactly. You know, the exactly. Whole and, and,
0: and that's something I get and I, I, I want to hit on. So, CFL fans, especially McMahon Stadium goers, um, call in 403 240 4444. I'm giving you a voice today. I want to hear what you think needs to be fixed. Like, when you come to the game, what are you tired of seeing? What do you want to see? Um, you know, I, I know the. To me, the product's there, so I- I'm wondering, all right, what is it that we need to do to get some different people into the stands? and mm-hmm. add more people to the stands. I mean, it's not bad, it's not lacking, but at the same time, um, what would make you want to come to organization a game every single year? And it's like, I feel like we should be selling out every single game. Yeah. Um, and I know the economy obviously plays into it, so you know, you don't need to bring up money and stuff like that. I know yeah. that's obviously an option. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I want to hear like the fastest cow. the um, – the games they do. He's like yeah. having
1: a rough go this year.
0: He's like six. He's, I think we he's like 500. Him. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. He's lost no, like he's five 100. of six races.
2: Yeah.
1: He's no good, eh? Man. They switched him from Harley to Tums and things took a steep decline. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: he needs that motorbike back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, with age, you kind of need those, those Tums to settle Well, down. and that's <laughs> what
0: I'm wondering. Like, you got to keep up with the times, right? Because, uh, when he used to come out it was like, Oh hey, yeah, woo, let's see it. And like I swear he came out of the tunnel last time and it was like nobody made any noise. Whoa and I was he like absolutely right, So here's, all right. Before. So here we'll talk about that one. Um and, and let me let me be clear, like we're not talking about anybody or the job that they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody has a budget and a boss and you get told what you can do and you need sponsors for certain things. Um, so we don't know the budgets and all that, that they're working with, right? So I don't want to attack anybody and make this feel like anything like that. But um one thing I had an idea for For the fastest cow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Quasi races him last week. Quasi wins. Former linebacker for the Stampeders. Yep. Which I don't think he disclosed that because I don't think you're allowed to be a former athlete. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We need to have like a take out eight seats in the stadium. Okay. Because my my college basketball teams do this. Okay. They took out part of the seats. They put in a big comfortable red couch. Fits four people. Yeah. So you win the race, and you and now three friends get tickets to the next game. You're nice. sitting on this red couch. The camera's going to be on you all game. When it comes time to pump the crowd up, camera's coming to you. You're going nuts. Oh, yeah, that's big time. And you're the fastest cow again that week. And we kind of keep track. Like, man, Quasi's won fastest cow for four weeks in a row, and now you've got this list of people, and he's been there for, you know, here's your, your champion of all time who, yeah. who held it for 12 King's weeks. King's Court. Yeah. King's oh, yeah. Court. Like, if you win, it, boom, you're the cow next week. You yep. get free tickets. You get to bring like friends. You get free food for the game. Like do some things. Like to me, like that. It's like instead of just watching the guy run, I want to see some fun things happen. Yeah, for you sure. Know? So hey, that's gonna be the last segment. Um, so yeah, call in four zero three two four zero four 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 four. Pick up the phones. Let us know. Like I, I really truly want to hear your opinions and what you guys want to see different.
1: Yeah, but keep it PG. This is a family
0: yeah, show. Yeah, keep it PG. Absolutely like I don't a want, don't show. attack any person. <laughs> you know. Uh, personally anything like that like just you know one thing like i i guess i get a lot is people say how, how can you attract a younger crowd mm-hmm. um and one thing that's funny to me is like my third or fourth year i'm in toronto for a cfl week and the commissioner calls me in and he talks to me he's like hey man like what would you think about switching to this ball and it was it was the black stripes mm-hmm. right and i was like do it i love it um Took a picture of it without him knowing, posted it on Twitter, and fans were pissed, mad. Which, it, 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 but you know who it was? It's the, the traditional, the fans. traditional old fans. But they're gonna be there no matter what. Like they're gonna ride with the CFL. They're not gonna get rid of the season tickets just because you change the stripes on the ball. Yeah, and that might not attract a younger crowd. But things like that, like there's things about the CFL game. We've got to progress. Try and to make it get, flashy. Yeah, like one well, thing, like the jerseys
1: you guys are wearing this week.
0: Yeah, those are going to be slick. Yeah, man. And that's that's what I'm. That's what I'm. I guess I'm hitting at is I want to hear what you guys think we need. Like, if you're a younger person, I'd love. Like, you know, you're driving to class right now. You've got a little bit of time. You know, you're listening in. Dad's listening in. Dad, grab your kid. Uh, as long as he's obviously a little bit older. And uh, yeah, call in. I want to hear like what what would cause some of these younger guys to come to the game and, and things they want to see. And you want to do that in the last segment. The last segment.
2: Clue's a part of that age group. He's in that demographic. Oh yeah. I'm young at heart. But, yeah, I think that's the thing, you know, kind of finding that balance because for the CFL traditionalist fans, we're not trying to take away what you love about the game. We're trying to grow it. You know, it'll be a more fun atmosphere for you too. If we do get younger fans in, it'll just be better all around. So just kind of finding that balance. Maybe there's some good ideas out there. Well,
0: I think that's the thing. I think the dangerous part of it is I think a lot of times the higher-ups in the CFL don't want to talk about this because then it makes your game seem like it's um, diminishing. You know, it's like, it's not, it's not, that's not what we're talking about. Like, to me, we're trying to find like, hey, we know there's people out there that love this game and that have loved this game for a long time, but the people out there that are on the bubble that have come to a game or two with a friend and what's caused you not to get season tickets, what's caused you not to bring your family back, like, that's the one thing I get is like, oh man, like the the football is great, but just everything outside of that is just kind of meh. You know, I want to see more. I want to, I want to have an experience when I go to the game. That's, like, the one thing I keep getting is I want to have an experience. So, mm-hmm.
1: Well, we do have full phone lines if you want to take a couple right now, and then we can shift that to the third segment, or we can – granted, we are uh, switching that up. We're going to do that at the end of the show. So what do you want to touch on here in the first segment as we get ready for this Labor Day weekend with uh, the Eskimos coming into town?
0: Well, you're going to see Klute running down the field at an average speed.
1: Pretty average, and usually. Average yeah. Uh,
0: not much hustle. No, nah, man. Hey, so I yeah, to I'm me, out. <laughs> it's Labor Day, man. Like this is, you know, for the traditionalists we talked about, this is where it starts. I mean, every time I meet people out in the city, the one thing I hear is, um,
1: doesn't get going till Labor Day.
0: No, that's a good one. But it's, as long as you beat the guys in green, that's all I care <laughs> about. You know? Which is which, funny which to me. Like, so you're green. telling me we could go three and fifteen, and you'd be happy with that as long as you beat Edmonton three times? Yeah. I'm All like, right. All right, well, that's All kind of right, weird. Man, We'll do what we can. But yeah, I'll, I'll try to take care of that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's that's a big thing is um, it's a lot of robbery games. you got the Jets flying over. If you're looking for that experience, man, if you're on the boat, you want, this is the game you want to come to. You need to come to Labor oh, Day yeah. and experience what Labor Day CFL is because this
2: is a blast. This is an experience.
1: And for you, Mike, this will be first time suiting up for the Labor Day game.
2: First time suiting up for the Labor Day, what Day is, game. But as someone
1: yeah. who's kind of a Calgary product, this is something that you obviously – you know what this means to this club, this city, and really, especially this season, looking at the West, how things are going to shake down when we're all said and done.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And kind of touch on this in the last episode, but Labor Day was the one game I would go to every year. Been at Labor Day games for as long as I can remember, so I can't think of a game I've actually been more excited for than this one. And, you know, and that is something... These Labor Day games is how, you know, I fell in love as a stamp with the Stampeders as a fan, right? So it definitely changed my whole perspective. So if you have young kids, too, and you bring them to these games, you know, this is how you can kind of build that love for the game and them through seeing this game because the atmosphere is there. It's like a bowl game in the middle of the season. That's how yeah, I think of it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Going back to
1: 2012, I think that was the last time you guys entered this week with a 5-4 and four record. Mm-hmm. That probably checks out to you mm-hmm. who... Usually it's a little different at this point, but how are you looking at it in the sense that depending on how these two games go, you guys could jump Edmonton and get right back into the Western Division, uh, into a Western Division playoff spot?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Man, I mean, honestly, it's pretty hard to look at and think that we're not going to be in the playoffs, but I think realistically you have to look at it that way. Yeah. Because you've got to be hungry. You've got to be treating every single one of these games their must-wins because they are, man. Like, once you start Labor Day – it doesn't. It's not taking anything away from the games that are before Labor Day, because obviously everybody right now is in the position they're in because of how they played. But Labor Day starts. You're playing, you know, a West Division opponent right now twice in a row. That, uh, for one, you know, you have one game up on, so you definitely need to take one no matter what. But um, as competitors and as athletes, I think we obviously want to go undefeated against every team. Mm-hmm. Um, so playing Edmonton, man, you want to push these guys back. You want to try to put them on their heels a little bit. Not only that you want to make a statement in your house on Labor Day to say, Hey, the Great Cups in Calgary this year, um, you know, we're not gonna let you play on the field in that game. And yep. I think that's important is to always get in an opponent's head. Like I know a lot of people think just athletes should show up and just play. There's a lot of head games when it comes to this game. And so you can you can make a team feel or a player feel that they can't beat a certain team. That's that goes a long way. How much
1: do these back-to-backs kind of even factor more into those mind games? Because you're not going to just see them on Monday. You have to play this exact same group of guys, you know, minus whatever roster changes there might be. But for the most part, you're playing the exact same group of guys six days, five days later in an ultra-competitive division.
0: Yeah, it's definitely different. Like Usually you kind of like create a gigantic game plan, um, and typically you would – Say, okay, we're going to run a lot of these things, save some of these. And I swear every time we've done that, that by the time we play them the next game, we have a whole new game plan. <laughs> you know, because they're going to come out and do something different, too. They're professionals. They're just, they have very good coaches. I mean, hey, right now they're ranked. I know they're 6-4. Is that what it is, right? Yep. 6-3 maybe. 6-4, uh, and
1: four, they've played 10. You guys yeah. have played
0: 9. They're the number one ranked offense and number one ranked defense in the league.
1: But fifth in touchdown scored.
0: That's fine. But they're the number one ranked offense and number one ranked defense in the like, yep. It's a very, very good football team. So um, they're going to throw a lot of different things at you, and that's why in my mind, you know, having the opportunity to, to practice all day today, uh, I couldn't think of a better game to come back in.
1: Before we hit the break, how are you feeling? What changed
0: between yesterday and today that you were able to come off the sixth game early today so you could practice with the team? Uh, texting Dave and telling him to take me off. That was it. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's just – I, I told him I his to do or die. Like, I want to get out there and play. Uh, my arm falls off, my arm falls off. I I want to get out there and throw the ball. Um, this is what I do. This is what I love to do. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But um, over these last, you know, six, seven weeks in the bye week, I've done everything in my power to make my arm feel better. Um, you know, so to me, it's just about going out there and throwing. Ideally, the arm doesn't fall off. Yeah. I feel like that's probably best case scenario. Probably best case. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling
2: pretty good, too. Yeah. My yeah, arm, my yeah. arm's How looking pretty good. Yeah.
0: I I don't know about that.
2: Well, I don't know. I threw some pretty nice ones back to you yesterday morning.
0: Yeah, so I had Kluk come out there and throw to me and uh, or throw with me, and you know throw him a couple corner routes. His the throwing motion and coming back just looks like it hurts. Oh, oh and really? Man, your arm looks like it hurts more than mine. Like you've, you've been, been away from the field for or? too long, obviously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't know what perfection looks like. <laughs> oh
0: man. Yeah, so Kluke, how are you feeling, man? I mean, like you, you got your first full half
1: season. As a regular player on this team under your belt.
2: Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. And, you know, definitely kind of what we are talking about the second half, the games maybe mean a little bit more. I feel like it's in our hands, you know, what we can do. We can control our own fate a little bit. And I think, you know, it's been good. First half of the season we've had injuries. We've had a lot of young guys like myself. And now, you know, I feel like I'm almost not a rookie anymore at this point. You know, I'm, good we're, we're nine games in. Like now I feel like I'm a veteran player. And, yeah, so – I feel like I'm seeing things better and understanding the game, so I'm look, really looking forward to the second half here.
1: How yeah. have things changed as far as kind of your preparation maybe or what you're seeing things on the field after, you know, nine games in?
2: I think it's changed a lot too, and, uh, you know, especially I've talked with Bo a lot, i talk talked with Nick a lot, you know, the other receivers. I can kind of see what they're seeing, and but I think preparation-wise, I try to always do the same things physically. You know, I try to get there, have the same warm-up every day, try to do the right things, get better, make sure I'm leaving the stadium doing what I need to do. But So that stayed the same. But definitely mentally I feel like I'm taking a step every week, and I want to keep doing that too because a lot, lot to learn and a lot more I can get better at. But, no, it's been exciting.
0: That's one thing I've seen is that, uh, him, you know, other guys in the team, a lot of young guys, when you have this many injuries as starters and vets, a lot of young guys have to step up even in leadership roles that typically you wouldn't expect them to have to. And – I think one thing that causes is it causes a lot of guys to look at what other people are doing and say, okay, how do I become more of a professional? I need to obviously get here earlier. I need to stay later. I need to take care of my body. I need to take care of my mind, to where I'm prepared because this team's gonna rely on me at some point. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it's good, man. It becomes like a, you know, a virus in a, in a positive way, um, where everybody is just taking that same mindset of okay, at any at any point my number can get called and I could be playing, and this team could rely on me to make a game when they play. We've certainly
1: seen that this year for sure with you guys, unfortunately to an extent, but guys taking advantage of some opportunities.
0: Yeah, but it it could be better for us in the long run. You know, if guys are starting to come back at the right time, we get hot going into the the second half of the season, you know, that's really um, what carries you into championship games. Alright, here we're gonna take a quick break. Whenever we come back, uh, text in 960-960, call in 403-240-4444. Let us know what you want to talk about. Um, you know, anything CFL, anything football related, you got any questions, hit, hit me up. Uh, we've got, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Clue here. Um, yes, sir. And we've got Maddie to press the button, so. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> gotta press these buttons, man. Got They're not the gonna button, press man. themselves. You're listening to the Bo Show on Sports at 960 The Fan.
3: Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Hot tubs, saunas, and home leisure. SML Entertainment has brought friends and family together since 1956. Learn more at smlentertainment.com.
0: All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bo Show. Um, All right, so got Labor Day coming up. Uh, Let's talk about some of the other matchups real quick. You got it. So we got uh, who's off? Winnipeg and... Uh, BC is off. In Ottawa? Is Winnipeg is off. Uh,
1: or no. BC, Ottawa, Montreal. Yeah. So we got Hamilton facing Toronto. Yeah. And we got Winnipeg facing Saskatchewan. Out That's in right. Saskatchewan the at old, a sold-out Mosaic Stadium. Yo, banjo bowl. Yes, sir. Predic- How do you look at them? Predictions. Mm. Predictions. I think that the uh, riders have been red hot lately. They won five straight, but when you kind of look at the teams that they've beaten over those five, you could maybe put an asterisk beside some of them. Um, but they've got a pretty big challenge here with Winnipeg. I, I'm going to take Saskatchewan at home without Andrew Harris and Micah Johnson, perhaps returning.
2: I'm taking Sask. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's, um, you know it's going to be a big game Yeah, for Sask.
0: Why? What's your What's your reasoning?
2: I think just Winnipeg's missed too many guys. Too many moving pieces right now.
0: Even though they just beat Edmonton.
2: Yeah, but you but, know what? I think they're trying to find themselves.
1: They beat Edmonton, but Chris Streveler went 7 for 17 and had more rush yards than pass yards, and he doesn't have the safety blanket at Andrew Harris. Yeah, but he won the game.
2: He's he a, did win the game. He's a big man. He
0: did win the he, game. Dude, he's not. He... He looks big. But he looks he's huge, only, man. On he's TV. only six foot. Is that's, that what he's listed at? Or no? I think what is he? Six one, two fourteen.
2: He looks six six, two fifty. That's every time he I, does a sneak I was man. like, man, he
0: runs like he's a lot bigger than. Yeah. Me. Um What do yeah, you see? I'm, I'm a. I think without Andrew right there, um, you know, I think there's a little bit of. I always, I don't know. I'm always weird just buying into like, oh, well, they lost this person, they lost the person, they're gonna lose the game. Um, Especially yeah. in a team sport like football. Yeah. and 12 guys on the field. They do got good players, though. They've been, they've been a damn good team mm-hmm. all year. So I think it's hard for me to, to go against Winnipeg um, because, mm-hmm. to me, a lot of this game is still coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Chris Shetler is not a slouch. You for know, sure. The guy, again, a lot of people don't realize his first start last week was against the number one rated defense in the league, the number one rated D-line. I mean, they give up the least amount of pass yards per attempt, the least amount of uh they have the most amount of sacks. The only thing they're lacking on, I think, is interceptions. But they're like all their stats are just through the roof right now. Yeah. So, um I kind of expected Schevler to not throw for a lot of yards, you know, maybe like in the one fifty range, but obviously that was a part of their game plan too, was to kind of ease them in, go out, play great, don't lose us the game, but go out and uh and just control it and then I mean, he got he got playing time last year, and I thought he did he did well in his playing time. And then once you had a little bit of film on him, now guys are starting to see what La Police is doing with him in the offense. But um, yeah, I mean, I think without Harris, you're bringing in a different guy running back, and then you've got to you've got to mix it up. You've got to try to do a lot of the same things you're still doing with Nichols and allow him to play quarterback and don't make him play a running quarterback who can throw. You know, it, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to still go Winnipeg.
1: You're going to go Winnipeg. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, the other one, that we've got Toronto heading to Hamilton to face the Tire Cats. And the Argonauts are, you know, just the one win. But there has been stretches where, watching the Argos, McLeod Bethel-Thompson has looked good. M-B-T. he can
0: skate. He can skate. Yep. He can skate. He can skate. I
1: didn't know that. The more you know.
0: No, what, what we mean is he's fast. Mm, so he moves. He's the sneakiest. Uh, speedster on the field, I think. For sure.
1: Well, did you like – I don't know if you saw last game. He went off running and got, like, clobbered by Tommy Campbell. Oh, He no, does not, not
0: slide. No, he gets smacked every time. Yeah, he yep. does not slide. We comment on that. Um, he had, like, a 30- or 40-yard run against us. But like he can move. Like, and he didn't juke anybody. No. Nope. He just, like, ran straight, kind of stopped, like, went a little bit to the left. And, uh, you know, would, like, spin off a guy real late. and <laughs> Yeah. Then, Bounced off a guy, and it was kind of, uh, yeah, you're kind of like, What is he doing? Like, Oh, we didn't tackle him. Why is he still running? He's yeah, really there up. he
1: goes. Wrap him up.
0: <laughs> and they ended up getting like a holding call, like, so it negated yeah. the whole play. But, uh, yeah, I think he's a sneaky runner, man.
1: Yeah, he's got a few weapons around him, too. Like, we'll see how that game goes. But, I I'm still probably leaning towards Hamilton. I like what Garrett Davis has been able to do this year, uh, and just that defensive kind of unit as a
0: whole. They
1: cause trouble.
0: Well, and the last time they played him, what was the score?
1: Ooh, not close.
0: Yeah. A lot so too that's, a little. That's tough. Uh, I'd like to put the faith in MBT, but uh, I think uh, I think all around, I think Hamilton's a, a very, very, very good football team, and, and they've got some good pieces around everything they're doing. I don't think Dane Evans is um, – I mean, watching him, I think he's a solid, solid quarterback. I hate when people – you know, like you have a great starter, next guy comes in, all the, oh, well, all he's got to do is manage the game. He's going to manage the game. And they don't really judge the guy fairly because they don't want to talk about how good he's playing. Like, same with Nick. Like, Nick's playing outstanding right now. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't diminish that just because I'm the guy that he came in for. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. so just because Masoli went out, don't talk about Dane's not playing. Dane's playing well. I mean, the guy's doing a damn good job. Um,
1: Granted, last game wasn't his best by the numbers, but before that, he had taken a big step as far as
0: progression goes. But it's his job to lead this team to a great cup. And I think that's. I think that's the biggest thing you got to look at is okay, is he progressing over the season? Is is he going to get to the point where he can carry a team if they need it when it time when it's time to go into huddle? Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, yeah. I like Toronto's team. Like every game they're in it seems like like they're just right there and they do like they have three plays in the game that just end it for them. You know, yeah. penalties or like some or kind of special misplay play or, or yeah, or, misplay. And it's like, oh man, they they had it, but so I'll, I'm going to take Hamilton, but. Man, Toronto, that's that's crazy. To me, their record doesn't reflect how good that team is because they gave us issues too. I mean,
0: yeah, I think they're a, a two and a half quarter team, and then like you said, there's like usually like one or two big mistakes that kind of affects that. You know, yeah. I mean, they were up on us, they were up on Montreal, they were up, on, they've been up on a lot of teams, and and well, they could have beat Montreal in that last play. Yeah, right. Yeah. They were right
1: right yeah. there. They could have taken it home. So. Uh, it's going to be an interesting week in the CFL, and then, of course, uh, it'll be the uh, Eskimos and the Stampeders Monday, 2.30 kickoff
0: at McMahon Stadium. Yes, guess I'm going with the Stamps on that
2: one.
1: Yeah, you think of the Stamps?
2: I like that Calgary team. Might
1: yeah. take the
0: Schmoes. These Stamps are slow. Yeah, you're fired. Yeah. Oh,
1: fired. Shoot. <laughs> Already. Uh, text text all right let's read some text here uh this is uh, our armchair quarterback segment where people like to tell you uh, what you're doing uh, right and wrong as far as your rehab is going i guess because it hasn't been doing a whole lot on the field lately but nice. hey
0: so typically you to call in you can tell me how i'm how i'm playing what i could do better uh i don't want you to tell me anything i'm doing good i want i want to hear i want to hear what you're cussing at the tv you know like I can't believe you threw that ball. I want to hear that. (laughs) Uh, Some of the stuff
1: kind of goes back to our earlier conversation. Uh, This one about the fastest cow gets the fans involved and energized. They want to see that change that you uh, put out there. King's
0: Court. They want to see it. The fans want to see the King's Court for the fastest cow. Yeah, Max, how how cool would it be that, you know, like this, that they put a girl out there and she wins four races in a row and she's, you know, like, come take it from her?
2: Hashtag Kings Court for the Cow. Get that trending out there, Let's people. Go. Get, that, get that trending on the <laughs> Twitter That worldwide.
1: Uh, Thursday night bands at the half are great. Do it for every game and make it an event, which is tough to do uh, for every game. But
0: why? Well, why is it a Thursday thing? It's a budgeting thing. Bands that don't I would hang look out. At. Bands don't hang out on Friday, Saturday night. Nope. No, I think the bands <laughs> definitely hang Angel out Friday, Brewer. Saturday. But
1: I just think it would be tough to budget that type of thing to have an act in every week see to me
0: i mean someone's gonna have to take a pay cut nah (laughs) to me (laughs) it's okay you want to get like edmonton brings in a lot of local edmonton talent Mm. there's plenty of talent in calgary that needs to be heard they're playing at pubs they're playing at bars they're playing at stampede whatever it might be like i'm pretty sure they all want exposure they would love to get out there and just play for a bunch of fans that want to scream and yell for them and get their name out there. So I don't really see it as a budgeting thing. I mean, I don't know how much we have to pay for the speakers and stuff to add in. but
2: That's interesting.
0: This one reads, uh, was
1: it Boomer's smack talk this morning, the real reason that Bo returned? Apparently Boomer was smack talking you on the morning show today. Well, you probably
0: was it. Yeah. Hey, text in and tell me what he said. Because I feel like Boomer's always really bad at talking trash, and I want to hear what it was. <laughs>
1: This one says removing the signature in hel- helmets and uniforms was a big blow. Kids and younger fans love that. Look at what the college teams are doing with their uniforms, and that kind of brings me back to hey, the uniforms this week are going to be sweet. I like the gunslinger helmets you guys had last year. Oh yeah, those were nice. And things are going to change a little bit this week. You guys got the chrome on the dome as well.
0: They haven't told us. Yeah, mm.
1: I might have inside information. You might have some inside yeah.
0: information over there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a that's a big part is you know. New Jersey's like, just get things that get get the young ones involved, man. Like, you want to go, you want to be in this game. Like, I was there when Klukas caught four touchdowns. Yep, you will. want to be there for two hundred and seventy yards
2: on four receptions? <laughs>
1: uh, and then we have some texts that say, uh, "How am I supposed to tell the difference between Matty Rose and Kluke? Apparently, we sound the same.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty good looking in Matty's. Yeah, yeah, so. leave a little bit yeah. to be
1: desired. I definitely don't look like a CFL receiver.
2: Neither do I. So <laughs> you're uh, safe I don't, there. Man, I don't hear it. I, I d- I'm
0: listening right now. I've I've heard it from multiple people. I don't hear yeah. it at all. Me neither. But I
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, I just read what I read, man.
2: I I don't know. Yeah, I thought me and Maddie had a special bond, honestly, when I first met him, and then he's. You know, it's the ones you trust. I've said it's that to you ones. and Eric before. Yeah, it's and the, ones, it's you the ones you trust. <laughs>
1: uh, this, Oh, we're getting some, uh, some context as far as what Boomer said this morning. That's and it. then we'll wrap it up and head to break. Uh, this one says, Boomer said Bo should retire like Andrew Luck. <laughs> he said Bo isn't as tough as we thought he was sitting out with pit gout. <laughs> Bo, is there a high percentage of matched No, that's not relevant uh <laughs> boomer was saying trade Bo, and this one finally says boomer and smack talk goes together like a brown in new helmets
0: oh man, <laughs> yeah so what i would say is um the ratings wise bob told me that uh the morning show is hurting the most yep. not a lot of people listen to boomer and warner yeah well boomer sounds warner now he's yeah man i mean Bo. Mm-hmm. I, they they talk and then and then all of a sudden there's silence for like twenty seconds and then they say something again.
1: And it's irrelevant. It's, it's and, about burgers or like Boom's yard or It's not sports. It's not sports. You hate so, to see it.
0: I mean I'm gonna say it's a little bit of the you know, Schmodch Peterson thing. That they like to talk about <laughs> me to get the ratings <laughs> up. <laughs> um before we hit the break, what did you make of Andrew Luck retiring? Uh I mean I understand it. Um I mean, I've seen plenty of guys that, you know, retire or quit after one injury, um, you know, to judge a guy for going through it for years and years. And, you know, and then uh, it, it does, man. It, it. I mean, I've only been off, off the game for, you know, seven weeks. And mentally, man, it wears on you because mm-hmm. you want to be out there for your teammates. And all you want to do is, you know, get to the stadium, work out, rehab, try to get better. And then you've got, you know. A lot of times, most of the injuries we have are, are something that doctors and trainers um, and specialists can can probably pinpoint a um, maybe that your injury is probably a symptom, and here's where the real cause is, and here's how we're going to fix it, and here's a plan. Um, but it sounds like the lower leg thing he's got going on, that there's not a lot of answers, and he's just in pain every day, and he's trying really hard to get back, and he's trying to get through the rehab and, and he's putting all this work in and then he goes out to test it and it feels the same or worse um you know so he's not getting the answers he needs and, and he's every day that happens every time that happens you question like man is this worth it is it worth it to put my body to this nonstop every day to not come back to have my teammates waiting on me to find out am I going to be able to make it back am I going to be the same guy um you know and it, I think you feel the pressure of of how do I be, be that same guy if I don't know if this injury is ever going to mm-hmm. go away, if this if this is ever going to stop, if I'm always going to be in this pain, or is it just going to be a cycle of my entire career going through injury, injury, injury? And I think that's what Luck was kind of you know, experiencing. And, um, yeah, man, at some point I think you've got to put life above, above sport. And once you kind of do that, I think you're done.
1: And I think that one of the things that stands out for me just from your answer there and a lot of the things we've seen on the text line – oh, he left a lot of money on the table. It doesn't come down to that really to a certain point.
0: No, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. It's it's very, very nice that we get paid to do this. That's not mm-hmm. why we do it. Exactly. Like, I know it's very cheesy coming from me. who's making a very hefty salary right now. But, um, you know, I play this game because I love it. If, if I wanted to chase money and chase fame, I'd have gone to the NFL this year. You know, I, I, I wanted I know. to be here to continue building a legacy because I love to play football. I don't want to be a part of it and be on the side i want to play football i want to be that guy i want to be out there um so yeah to me i think it's your the money doesn't become a thing until all of a sudden people start talking money and say you're worth this and now you're worth this and, now you're worth this um you know but at the end of the day man we play this game just because it's what we love to do before we hit the break we have to give away this fifty uh, 50
1: wild rose gift certificate we're going to give it away to one of our texters and i have a nominee for you someone has texted in a joke do you mind if i read this
0: you can but i have a question for the gift
1: okay This reads, An Edmonton Eskimos fan, a Stamps fan, and a Riders fan are climbing a mountain and arguing about who loves their team the most. An Eskimos fan insists that he is the most loyal. This is for the Eskimos, he yells, and jumps off the mountain. Not to be outdone, the Stamps fan is next to profess his love for the team. He yells, this is for the Calgary Stampeders, and he pushes the Riders fan off the mountain.
0: Solid solid guy right there. (laughs) Liking that text. Yeah. Uh, real quick, so we're going to give away a $50 gift certificate to Wild Rose. Um, oh, yeah. Trivia question. So you have the time of the break right now to answer the question. Um, what number did Michael Klugis wear in college? <laughs> and who was his favorite quarterback? In Ooh. college. In college. Who was the favorite quarterback he had thrown to him? So answer that, Mike's <laughs> going to have to answer it, hurt some feelings, uh, and you'll get that answer oh. when we come back on the Bo Show on at 960, the fan. <laughs> All right, what's going on, everybody? All right, hey, so call in 403 240 We've got a, a bunch of people on the line right now, um, but the world's fastest cow heard us talking. He wants to have a conversation, so we're going to let him on the air. Cow, are you there? What's going on?
4: Not much. How you doing today?
0: What's going on, man? So you, you texted you know, in, you said you, you wanted to talk.
4: Do you know who this is?
0: I mean I'm assuming <laughs> it's the world's fastest cow.
4: That's that's correct.
0: Yeah, there that's we go. Yeah, try. no, I know. I'm the one that texted you told you to call in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I uh heard some friends talking about uh you guys today, saying uh you know, you guys are talking about the cow and <laughs> Just wanna defend myself a little bit.
0: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Definitely for always sure. give you a chance to defend yourself. So what I so just so you know, what I said, and I'll be honest with you, what I said is that uh your record is is uh subpar this year.
4: I agree hundred percent.
0: Yep. Alright. And uh now what you I, what, may defend yourself.
4: Okay. Well, I wanna <laughs> say, you know, maybe part of the reason is uh I compete with uh, 100% Raw. It's a powerlifting organization. And uh, Worlds is here October 3rd, actually. I actually own a gym. Uh, it's called One for All Fitness. And uh, most of my time and dedication goes to powerlifting, which is more strength. So it's not really speed training. Uh, because Worlds is here, you know, I want to put on a good show. I am currently. 25 pounds overweight, just to keep my strength up. So, all right, I'll give you uh,
0: that. But here, let me ask you something, because yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like a, you know, an ass or anything. Uh, so if that, if that's the case, like, are, do you, I, I, one thing I've always wondered, do you get to yeah. decide, like, do you meet the person and then like say, like, all right, I'll give you a 15 yard head start, like, how do you, how do they decide how far of a head start the person gets?
4: Honestly, that's all on the marketing crew. I don't oh, get. I okay. uh, say, but I get to talk to them a little bit and see what they're all about.
0: Yeah, because so. I'll be honest. The moment I don't know if you know this, but the guy that raced you last week played on our team and was like a special teams goon on our team. And when I saw him walk out there and they gave him a head start of like 20, 25 yards, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is gonna. I was like, this is gonna <laughs> be bad, boys. <laughs> oh,
4: absolutely. I think I only made up maybe. 14 or 15 it wasn't yeah. a lot like I think I lost by a good six six yards for sure
0: yeah so I right, I have and a question I for you then played, okay uh, Men's so League
4: football with him as well so I knew he was with Quas- rich, okay yeah. nice he's young yeah yeah he's pretty young too so I mean I'm yeah. 30.
0: yeah yeah no I know you could, okay you, you didn't you used to race at UFC did like did you run track or anything
4: no no that's a uh a rumor I know oh, okay
0: Oh, okay. So we all just assume because you're fast. Uh, all right. So then, I, so I guess my question is then, if um, if you're more of a power lifter, like why? How did you get into it? Why why did you get into being the world's fastest cow?
4: Well, back in the day, I played you know Calgary Colts junior football. I was with them for five years. I was all Canadian for two years. Had a uh, trial with Stampeders. Um, it was just a just a one day kind of thing. Um, oh, okay. after that, I think I kind of had my name out there a little bit, and, uh, they just approached the flag football league, and they wanted to know who the fastest player in the league was, and, you know, I came out for a little test run, and, you know, that's how it began, I guess. All right,
0: so let me ask you then, all right, so just to keep the fans engaged here, what do you think about my idea? I don't know if you heard it, if your friends told you. I,
4: I honestly, I didn't get to hear it, so... Okay, so my idea
0: is basically take out eight seats in the stadium, put a couch there for four fans, and the world's fastest cow becomes a king's court kind of thing. So they race you. If they win, that person becomes the world's fastest cow the next week. They also get four tickets to the game, free beer, free food, and now it becomes like a contest. And then there's like a list of, oh, this person held it for four weeks. This person held it for three weeks. This person's like the – Reigning champ of the stands for you know ten years running, he's has the most. No one's ever beat him. No one's ever caught him. So like trying to create like a a kings court competition kind of thing, yeah. like once you lose, whoever beats you, it goes on to that person.
2: But it'd be a straight up race, right? No more head starts. Yeah, you have to yeah. go straight up race. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You don't give him a head start. Okay. Like,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, yeah, that kind of sounds cool. I like that. But, yeah, um, I, I
0: think yeah, doing I mean, the straight up it, race because honestly, cause, man, racing the rabbit race where sometimes you're like 25 yards behind, I mean, in a 40, like just speaking speed wise, he'd have to be like a four seven, four eight compared to your four three in order for you to catch somebody 25 yards at a 110 yard race. I mean, it's, it's and pretty. and I mean a lot yeah. of
4: the people that I race, they're only going 90 yards, so I got to make up, you know, an extra 20 yards there too, right? So.
0: No, for sure. All right, well, hey, man, hey, I appreciate you calling in. Um, yeah, tell your boys to don't hi- don't hype things up.
4: <laughs> no, absolutely. But when are we racing?
0: Uh, next week, for sure. No, nah, this Thanks week. Let's sure. go Labor Day. I feel pretty good. I've been running a right, lot, cool. so yeah. You have been skating. Have been running so all, so. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you I'll give you like a ten yard head start.
3: Deal.
0: <laughs> all, right. all right, man. Appreciate it.
1: All right, That's the world's bye. fastest cow.
0: All right, so we've got some other callers in. So, guys, I want you to call in. Tell us just CFL experience-wise as you come into the game, even if it's not here, even if you're a Sass fan, you go to Sass games, Edmonton, whatever it might be. Um, I know we've got fans all over the world listening in right now. Um, what What is it you want more out of the CFL experience? Like, do you want there to be more kid-friendly things? Do you want there to be uh, more music? Like, uh, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to know. So, we just- um
1: we got two calls. Uh before we gotta wrap it up, we got uh Tyler on line one. Tyler, are you there? Tyler? Yeah. What's up, man? What do you uh want to say to Bo about what can be improved at McMahon?
4: Uh well I I've got a question like you signed with critiques, so I was gonna ask him if he uh if he's noticed how tight a spiral that our can throw. If they've <laughs> ever had that kind of conversation a bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> are you
0: the same guy that texted in like week one? Was it week one that you were here?
2: Uh, yeah, that was here. Yeah, week one. Yeah, yeah
0: it was. Uh, I, I talked about the critiques and the, the quarterbacks are like, hey, tell me something you think you can do better. He goes, uh, yeah, uh, I've been to a lot of games, and one thing I noticed is uh, you don't throw a lot of spirals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything we can do to kind of tighten that spiral up? Um, Have you noticed his spiral bow? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm,
1: that's uh, too bad.
0: We do have Jim online too for perhaps we like to, another we like to question. make fun of each other. Anytime you don't throw a spiral, we definitely make fun of each other. Uh,
1: Jim, what's going on, man? Jim, are you there?
3: Yes I am.
1: What's what do you want to say to the quarterback?
3: Right. he's asking and what clue. could bring more people in. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. That's all so I I'll that's what I want ideas, to hear. Ideas, that's all. Yeah, let me hear. Oh, okay. Sorry, Bo. Uh better halftime show, number one.
0: Okay, but like, give me be, give me an example. Like, things. what it
3: can be a better halftime show? Could be all inclusive, so you got you're including including the younger people, but a better halftime show, not a well. Let's interview this guy, and, and it's just about over. Uh, the other thing is a better vendor area, and maybe a party zone similar to what Toronto and Vancouver have, or whatever, because there isn't a place in the stadium where you could have a party going, like Winnipeg has or Saskatchewan, by my town. Oh, well. eh. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I think that's a great idea. Um, like, because I always think back to, like, college days of playing and how many stadiums I played in, and there's always, like, that student section. Like, no matter what who you're playing, the student section's is going to be there, be sold out, be loud, and they're yeah. all going to be having beverages. Yeah, I mean, I think. Exactly. Uh,
3: a loud and yeah. proud spot. That's with you
0: Loud and proud. I like the that. Loud and proud spots. Right behind the end zone. Put yeah, it in there.
3: It, it doesn't matter where it is as long as it's there and people know where it is.
0: Yeah, and see, one thing I've always liked, like, when you see the NFL, NFL stadiums and stuff, like, on the side, you'll see, like, you know, J.J. J. Watts spot. That I mean, would be cool, yeah. I want to see this corner, like. Oh, yeah. Clue like, corner. Like, hey, kids come, corner, come, of course. Come on over to where, like, Your favorite player, like whatever whoever you're a fan of, like go sit in that seat right there. Like, I think there should be some seats that are like, you know, you've got seats at the top that are typically not uh, used. Move those down to the bottom and say, all right, here
2: is Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah, so if you buy a ticket,
0: if you buy a ticket into this into this one, you can sit anywhere in this section. you know, so you just just bring yeah, you just bring a bunch of people in. Yeah. When it's that guy makes world. a play, think about it. When that guy makes a play, the camera pans over there, and, like, that corner goes crazy. So, yeah, they're yeah. all wearing the same jerseys yeah, yeah. and the whole nine. Do you yeah. have any more? Do you have any uh, more suggestions? Yeah,
3: the concourse, the concourse has got to be improved and better washed. Mm. That's
0: it. Yeah, I know, and I think that's the structural – that's the hard part. Thanks for calling in. Um, I, think that's, I think that's the hard one where um, – I mean, the one thing that I hear complaints a lot and is, you know, oh, how do we fix the bathroom situation? Because I've got to wait a quarter to go to the bathroom. So if I stay at home, I can just go to the bathroom whenever I want to. Um, I mean, the truth is the football game is about the experience in person. It's about seeing the play, having that feeling, um, not having to watch you know, 9,000 Tim Hortons commercials, but being able to enjoy what you're doing and, and tell the story, like I was there when this happened. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. The one thing I have heard is, like, the food, like they want – they're like, they're like, just bring in something different, like different food, whatever it might be. Because um, if you're a season ticket holder, you've been eating the same thing for, you know, 19 years or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think that's a big thing is there's, there's an experience that needs to be had, and a lot of people want to see some fun, more young, live things coming in. Um, and I think that's something that if you come out to Labor Day this weekend or this, uh, this upcoming Monday, you're definitely going to get to experience that.
1: Before we wrap the show, we got to do a couple of things. Uh, one, hot tub treated you well, got you right. Uh,
0: and and the, the fantasy draft's gonna be happening in the hot tub. I think I think, I've made a, <laughs> I, I, think I made a decision, man. That I, I spent too many fantasy drafts outside the hot tub. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. time to spend the fantasy drafts inside the hot tub. You can
1: do anything in a hot get, tub. It's
0: Absolutely, hot tub time machine, baby. It's good luck. <laughs> get, in, get in there. Make some fancy picks. You know, taking two quarterbacks first. You know, first two rounds, obviously. Stay relaxed. Absolutely. Obviously. Obviously. QBs kicker. and
2: deep threat receivers. Yeah, it's, that's all. It's that's about. my fantasy guide.
0: Uh, we've got to give away our um, Wild Rose fifty dollars gift $50 card. Gift the card the and Wild Rose. Thank you so much for uh, for sponsoring that, giving this away. Uh, I do believe we have a winner. So, Clue, before we tell who the winner is, why don't you go ahead and say what your jersey
2: number one and who was your favorite quarterback in college? <laughs> all right uh you know what they're always trying to split us apart as ufc guys so but uh let me say i had buckley uh jimmy underdall Sinagra, buck you didn't throw me the ball enough so you're <laughs> out of there he's uh jimmy and sanagra it's close Sinagra, you threw me the ball the most but Jimmy was there the longest, so I'm gonna go Jimmy. Underdog, my favorite quarterback, and my number was 19. The city was crazy when me and Bo were both 19. Lo and behold, who would have known it? Ooh, 19, uh, bro. So we've got a
0: winner on here. Uh, congratulations for the Wild Rose, uh, the gift card, um, and her, his or her answer was perfect because they said, you know what, 19, and I bet Kluk said all of them are my favorite, but you made him choose one, so he picked. Um, so. Good job. It's like almost like you know Clute. Almost Almost. Almost a yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well hey appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, we're live here at the Winston. Um get out here and golf, by the because this is we used to hold our golf tournament here and this course is amazing. Um Clute, always always
2: not a man. Stay dangerous, Calgary, stay dangerous.
0: <laughs> See you boys on Monday. Sounds good.
1: There you go. That's the bow show brought to you by SML Entertainment. Always a good time around the corner. Add Dan Verk is going to uh, chat with us. We're going to push back headlines, but that's around the corner as we continue right here. At Sports at 960 the fan.